Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another amazing Sunday morning breakfast share. Today, we, we, will, we will be exploring the Isra of Kol Isha, the voice of a woman singing. We'll be exploring some of the major questions. What is the source of the Isra of Kol Isha? Why is it Usr? Does the Isra still apply, now, apply nowadays where we aren't so sensitive uh, to women's voices because we're so used to them being played in the grocery store? Um, on the radio, um, inside taxis, uh, out on the street. Um, so because we're so used to it, is there room to be more lenient nowadays? Can I go uh, to my 10-year-old daughter's play if her classmates will be singing there? Uh, can I make a bracha in a store that has Kolisha playing on the speakers? Or is that considered erva and I'm not allowed to make a bracha, I'm not allowed to learn in such a situation? Uh, or if I'm in the airport, uh, waiting, and they're playing Kolish on the loudspeaker. I'm, am I not allowed to open up my Gemara and do the Daf Yomi? Uh, we'll be exploring that question as well. Um, we'll also be exploring if a woman isn't singing live, can I listen to recorded Kolisha? Is there a difference between recorded Kolisha and live Kolisha? Uh, and can a woman sing Zemiros in front of a man? What if it's a Dover Shabbat Will that change things up a little bit? And lastly, is there a heter for Kol Isha in a Kiruv setting where you're doing it uh, to bring people back for Yiddishkeit? Um, and often, one of the ways um, that motivates them uh, and where they feel a connection to their spirituality is when they sing Zemiros Kadoshes, so when they're singing uh, holy Zemiros, holy songs, uh, Kumzitzim. Um, and in such a setting, is there a heter to allow uh, and maybe even uh, encourage women to sing? In such a situation. So let's start all the way from the beginning. Um, just as an aside, this is a re-recorded share. Unfortunately, during the live, um, I didn't press the microphone on button. So I did plug in the microphone, but I didn't press the microphone on and we lost the live recording and therefore we lost a lot of the good give and take and questions that we usually get, uh, which often bring out a lot of the, the key concepts uh, even more. Unfortunately, we didn't get that this week. So I am re-recording it by myself in a room, very lonely, but <laughs> uh, the show must go on. Uh, and I'm re-recording it so I can share with everybody. Uh, and hopefully this will be an amazing share. Uh, so we'll jump right into part number one. We're on page number one, the source of the Isra of Kol Isha. We have source number one, the Gemara Brachos, Chafdalet, Omadalef. Um, so the Gemara is going through a list of things where during Kriyashma, right? A person wants to say Kriyashma, he wants to be makabal on himself. Omal Chushamayim, take on himself uh, the, the reality that Hashem is his king during Kriyashma. And the, while he's davening Kriyashma, um, the Gemara goes through a few different instances. What if he's, uh, there's a shuk of an Isha that's exposed, the thigh of a woman, and the Gemara says that the thigh of a woman is considered erva. He's not allowed to say uh, Kriyashma in a place where the, there's an exposed uh, parts uh, of, uh, of a woman's body. So it says the thigh of an Isha is erva, the, the sar Isha erva, the hair of a married woman uncovered is also considered erva. And he wouldn't be allowed to say Kriyashma in such a situation. And then the Gemara says, Amar Shmuel says, Shmuel, kol be'isha erva. This is the source of our Isser. The voice of a woman is also considered erva. It's also considered, literally, the nakedness of a woman. Uh, meaning it somehow uh, reflects uh, upon her, uh, like an intimate part of her. Shenemar, and then the Gemara brings a Pasuk from Shira Shirim. And it says, Ki kolech arev umare, 
umarech nave, because your voice is sweet, meaning there's like an attraction uh, to your voice, umarech nave, and your appearance is beautiful. Um, so we find over here, um, A, that during Kriya Shema, uh, uh, the voice of a woman is considered erva. Um, and now the big question is going to be, is that specifically in the context of Kriya Shema, that while a person saying Kriya Shema, then he has to stop if he hears the voice of a woman? Or is that talking about even outside of Kriya Shema, we always consider the voice of a woman to be erva? Uh, and even outside of the context of Kriya Shema, um, we'll consider the voice of a woman uh, erva and something that's oser to listen to. Um, so that's going to be the, the the big question that spins off of this Gemara. Um, and uh, and that may, even though the Gemara seems to be talking about the a case specifically in regards to Kriyashma, because that's the context of the Gemara here, nevertheless, the Pasuk that the Gemara brings is a Pasuk from Shira Shiram that's talking about outside of the context of Kriyashma, right? Uh, your voice is sweet. Uh, that's a, in a general sense. Um, and maybe if we're learning from that Pasuk, we would say that even outside of the context of Kriyashma, uh, the voice of a woman is something that causes hearer, something that causes uh, a person to get aroused, a man to get aroused. And therefore, even outside of Kriyashma, would be usher to listen to the voice of a woman because that would also be in the category of erva. Um, okay, so before we get into that, uh, that question, we're going to continue with source number two where we have the Ritva. And the Ritva kind of limits things over here. So he says, Kol Isha Erva, um, in source number two, and he says, Pirush the Kriyashma. So first of all, he learns it's specifically talking about in regards to Kriyashma. And then he says, V'yish Omrem Davka Kol Shel Zemer. There are those who say, this is only talking about a woman's singing voice. It's when she's singing that there's a certain um, essence that she's, that she's giving off. Um, and getting, getting you in touch uh, with a more intimate, uh, intimate, more inner part of herself. Um, just like when she exposes a uh, part of her body that should normally be covered, um, she's revealing an intimate part of herself. So too, when she's singing, she's sort of uncovering an intimate part of herself, uh, that deep inner beautiful voice. Um, so Ritva learns, there are those who learn, Dafka Kol Shalzamer, only her singing voice. Avakosha Einer Shalzamer, if she's just speaking um, or uh, talking, or giving a speech or something like that, uh, maybe even laning. In Choshishim Lahem, that you do not have to be Choshesh for a kol, uh, kol Isha. And in such a context, you would even be allowed to uh, listen to uh, say, say Kriya Shema uh, if you're just hearing a woman talking uh, or giving a speech or anything like that. So um, the Ritva is learning specifically in regards to the singing voice of a woman. That's what's considered uh, her more intimate part of herself, but not. Uh, if she's just speaking um, or talking. Uh, now we get move on to source number three, where we get back into the question of this Kolbe Isha Erva, is that specifically talking about in regards to Kriyashma, or is that even talking about um, across the board uh, in a much more general sense, uh, that there's an, an Isra of Kol Isha. Uh, so we get to source number three, we have of Hai Gon, cited by the Mordechai and Brachas, Simen, um, Simen Tzadi, um, uh, sorry, Simon Pei, uh, and says Rav Hai Goen, sorry, says the Mordechai, the Kol Isha Erva, Upirish Rav Hai Goen. Rav Hai Goen explains the Kol Hani Leinian Kriyashma. This is all talking in regards to Kriyashma. This is Kriyashma specific. Because of our Avaleizer Mimitz, Hilkach Aser Lomar Davar Shevektusha Bishmias Kol Shir Shel Isha. 
And Rebbe Lezer Mimit says, therefore, any davar shebikdusha, meaning the Gemara is talking about specifically regards to Kriya Shema, uh, that you're not allowed to say Kriya Shema while listening to Kol Isha. Uh, and the reason for that is because it's going to be distracting, right? Because you're going to have Hirhurim and a specific desire, and that's going to pull you away from focusing on being Mekalba Omach Hushamayim. Um, and therefore, he extends, Rav Lezer Mimitz extends it to any Dover Shebikdusha. So you want to make a bracha. Um, you want to um, say brachos, um, learn Torah would be the same thing. Uh, any of those um, Dvarm Shebikdusha would be also to do while listening to the voice of a woman. Okay, so we have a Rapaigon that learns that it's Krishma specific. But now we have the Rosh who argues in source number four, Amar Shmuel, Kol Be'isha Erva Shenemar Kikolech Arev, Pirush Lishmoa. This is talking about listening across the board in a very general sense, below the Indian Kriyashma, and it's not talking about regarding Kriyashma. Um, so we have the Rosh already that argues, no, Kol Isha is talking about, uh, when Shmuel says Kol Be'isha Erva, talking about across the board, generic sense. Not Le'inin Kriyashma, and therefore Kol Isha will always be Usr. Uh, so we have the Rif, Rambam, Tur, they all leave out the Isr of listening to the voice of a woman uh, in regards to the halachas of Kriyashma. They don't write it. Uh, so presumably they all held that it applies all the time across the board. Um, and just for the sake of completion, there's also a Magad Mishnah that says that even Rav Haigon, because uh, the Rambam seems to, to learn like that as well, like Rav Haigon, that it's talking about Dafka Le'inin Kriyashma, uh, but the Magad Mishnah says that you might think that Kriya Shema is a Chumrah. Uh, meaning that specifically by Kriya Shema, one has to be Machmer for, for Kol, uh, one could be Meiko for Kol Isha. Why? Because by Kriya Shema, uh, if a person isn't going to say it, he's going to miss the Zman. So therefore, when, when, when the Rambam and Rav Haigon say, the Kohani, Le'ina Kriya Shema, this is only talking in regards to Kriya Shema, the Gemara. The Gemara is coming to bring on an extra Chiddush, that even the Inyan Kriyashma, where you might miss the Zaman, nevertheless, uh, we say Kobe Isha Erva, and it's absolutely Aser, even if you're going to miss Zaman Kriyashma. Uh, and in Cain, it would be a Kosha Cain uh, by other places across the board uh, that a person would not be allowed to listen to, um, to, uh, to Kol Isha. Um, and so that's just the interesting spin of the Magad Mishnah. Most Achromen don't seem to learn that way. Uh, and they learn when Rav Haigon, uh, just from the Chuvas, uh, they bring Rav Haigon as a possible uh, heter, a possible reason to be meiko uh, regarding Kol Isha, outside of the context of Kriyashma, uh, because they learn that Rav Haigon, uh, when he says Kol Hani Le'inin Kriyashma, talking about Dafka Le'inin Kriyashma, and the Isra would not apply, the Isra of Kol Isha would not apply um, outside of the context of Kriyashma. Okay, uh, so we now have that Machlokes between Rav Haigon and the Rosh. Are we talking about specifically Le'inin Kriyashma? But during the rest, um, uh, outside of Kriyashma, uh, it would be mutter to possibly listen to the voice of a woman. Or do we, like the Rush, Rif, Rambam, Tur, they all learn that if we're talking about across the board, it's Aser, uh, Kobe Isha is Erva across the board. And therefore, we wouldn't have a heter to listen um, outside of the context of Kriyashma uh, during your regular day-to-day. Um, so I just want to bring out, before we get into how we paskin, that there are another two Gemaras, source number five and six. We're going to see another two Gemaras that imply that the voice of a woman causes desire within a person. Um, so he, and this, these two Gemaras are talking about outside of the context of Kriyashma. So it seems from these other Gemaras that there's definitely some kind of concern of that the voice of a woman causes hear her, uh, that the voice of a woman causes um, a person to 
um, become aroused or distracted um, or think more about women, which is something that's generally uh, considered ervan, something that would not be allowed. Uh, so first of all, we have source number five. We have the Gemara and Sota. Daf, Mem, Ches, Amud Aleph, Amar, Rav Yosef, Zamri Gavri, Ve'anyan Nishay, that if you have men singing and then women responding, so it seems like they would do some kind of singing uh, where, the men, uh, where people would repeat stanzas after each other. And the Gemara says that if men are singing, um, and then women are, are responding, right? Uh, and they're going back and forth from each other. So it says the Gemara that if the women are the ones initiating and the neshe, the women, are the ones that are responding, pritsusa, it's considered pritsus, it's considered um, breaching a barrier. But, zamra neshe, the anyan gavri, if women are singing and then men are responding to what the women are singing, ke'esh b'ne'ura, says the Gemara, that this is like fire burning. Uh, this is super dangerous. Okay, interesting. Uh, so what's the difference between men singing first and then women responding as opposed to women singing first and then men responding? So let's take a look at the Pirish Rashi below in the next uh, next line. Pirish Rashi, ke'esh b'ne'uris, it's like fire burning with fisha ona mate azna lishmoa esa mezamer. Because the one responding is always going to be paying attention to hear esa mezamer, the one singing lano sacharv to make sure that they can respond after them. V'nimtsu, says Rashi, that we're going to find, that men are listening and putting their full intent on the voice of the woman. The Isha Erva and Kobi Isha is Erva. Like we see in the Pasuk in Shira Shirim. And says Rashi Umaver es Yitzroy Keish that because Kobi Isha is Erva, it's going to cause to inflame uh, the Yitz or the desires within a person like, like uh, fuel to the flame. Very interesting. So we see this Gemara has no, nothing to do with Kriya Shema, talking about across the board. And if men are listening to the voice of a woman, um, then we consider it Kobe Isha Erva, uh, according to Rashi. So we see, first of all, according to Rashi, it applies across the board, even outside of the context of, of Kriya Shema. We have this Isra of Kobe Isha Erva. Uh, and says Rashi that it's going to cause desire within a person um, to well up, and it's going to cause hear her. So we see from this context, uh, this Gemara over here, that even outside of a context of, of Krishma, um, it can inflame the desires of a person listening to the voice of a woman. Uh, and just as an interesting aside over here, this Gemara seems to be, because we're, we're going to get a little bit into what's called the heter of trey kole, if two women are singing at once. There are those that say, um, we'll see from the Sri Day, she's going to quote um, two, two postgum of his time. Um, that say that because that when two women are singing at the, at the time, that you can't discern either voice, so it's not going to cause you to be nimshach acharea, um, to pay special close attention after, uh, to one of the women because you can't discern either voice. Uh, but over here, it seems like, right, even if a bunch of women are singing together, um, still it can cause the yetzer of a man uh, to, to, to well up. Uh, and therefore, it would seem that even trekole uh, is not going to be a proper heter. Um, okay, those who hold Trey can be Dolcha this Gemara, but um, nevertheless, we see this Gemara that does seem strongly to imply um, that the voice of a woman can cause, um, can cause hear her uh, in a man. Uh, we also see from the next Gemara, the Gemara in Megillah, Daf, Tesvav, Amad Aleph, Tanarabana, Arbanash, and Bifafios, Hayu Ba'olam, there is four absolutely beautiful women in the world Sarah, the Avigayo, Rachav, the Esther. These four women. Uh, were exceptionally beautiful. 
uh, that a man can get aroused even the na- hearing the name Rachav. The Gemara later on says that it's specifically talking about Yoda Umakira, if you know who she is. There are some Rishonim that hold Yoda comes from the Lashon even of Ha'adam Yoda Eschava, meaning in a very intimate way. Uh, but most Rishonim learn, no, Yoda Umakira just means you know who she is and you recognize what she looks like. So if you knew what Rachav look, looked like, uh, even just saying her name can cause a person to get aroused. Yael Bekoila, this is the, the major point that we want to bring out, uh, that Yael, uh, she was the one who uh, enticed Barak, I believe. Uh, and Yael, even with just by singing, she was able, she's able to incite and arouse uh, a man. Avigail Bishirasa, Avigail just mentioning her. Michal Bashar Biriyasa, Michal looking at her. Uh, so the Gemara seems clearly to imply that Yael could even arouse the, the voice uh, of person just bekoila, uh, just with her voice. Um, okay, and this is also talking about outside of the context of Kriyashma. So we see already this concept that the voice of a woman can cause her within a man. Uh, and that's across the board. Uh, so now the big question is, how do we paskan? Do we paskan kol isha erva is across the board or specifically by Kriyashma? So first of all, we have the Shulchan Arachayim, um, Ayin Hay. Uh, and source number seven, and he says, Yesh Lizar, a person has to be careful. Mishmias Kol Zemer Isha Bishas Kriyashma, not to be listening, uh, not to be able to hear the voice of a woman singing during while they're saying Kriyashma. It says the the Rama Afilu Ishto, even if it's your own voice, Avakola Ragabo, Eno Erva. but if it's the voice of a woman who you're used to, you hear singing all the time. Uh, so then it's not going to be erva because we're not worried that you're going to be distracted. Okay, interesting. But then we get to the Shulchan Aruch and Evan Ezer, right? So the, the Shulchan Aruch or Chaim brings it in regards to Kriyashma because that's where the Gemara and Brachos is talking about in regards to Kriyashma. Um, so the Shulchan Aruch is passing that by, by Kriyashma also, uh, Kobe Isha is erva. And then by Evan Ezer, um, the Shulchan Aruch says, The person has to be very, very careful when it comes to their taiva for nashim, uh, that men have this natural desire for women, and therefore we have to be extremely careful um, when we are uh, in our interactions with women. Um, and the Shulchan Aruch goes on to say, you can't look at the shok of a woman, mm-hmm. uh, all the exposed, um, exposed uh, parts that shouldn't be exposed in a woman, a person's not allowed to focus on those. And, and, and then he says, you're not even allowed to be nana, uh, coming from the Gemara, be'etzba katana shall isha, even the, the pinky finger of a woman. If you're if you're looking at it to glean pleasure from that, so then it's going to be aser, um, and that alone is considered uh, is is, is uh, considered you're arousing yourself. You're here, it's going to cause here, um, and therefore if you're looking for pleasure, even parts that um, normally are exposed uh, and don't generally cause error within a man, if you're looking for pleasure, that what can cause error, and that's going to be aser. But then the Shulchan Aras continues, and he says, He finishes off uh, his long list of things that are usher to look at uh, in a woman, and things that are usher to uh, ways that are usher to interact with a woman. Uh, but then he finishes off, It's usher to listen to Kol Erva. Here he's not talking in regards to Kriyashma. So we see the Shulchan Aras holds from Evan Ezer across the board, Kol, uh, Kol, uh, Kol Isha, the Isra of Kol Isha applies. Uh, and he continues earlier, Sarah, and he said uh, to look at her hair, un- uh, exposed hair if she's married. Person who 
uh, focuses on these on, and is mechaven to get ana from one of these things. Makin oso malchas mardos. It's a full lav. It's a proper lav, uh, I guess, of lesikravu, and therefore <coughs> a person uh, can even be liable to lashes uh, from from listening to kol erva uh, because that's considered a proper iser. Uh, so we see the Shulchan Aruch, it goes very hard. Um, people listening to Kol Isha, absolutely, usher, it's a proper lav, uh, not allowed. Pashtas um, Yeah, uh, In Yabiya Omer, Rabbi Yosef goes through a tzad to say that it's deraisa, and there are a few achronim that hold it's deraisa, uh, but a uh, majority of postkim, vast majority of postkim hold it's a, it would be an iser derabana, but nevertheless, a proper lav. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, so now we move on to source number nine, um, where the Mishnah Brura discuss, discusses um, that is this in regards to any woman that we say Kolbe Isha Erva, or is it only in regards to a woman that is usher to you Mishum Erva? Uh, so a woman that's usher to you Mishum Erva um, would be a married woman, definitely, um, or maybe Isha Nida. Um, so we're we're going to look at, take a look at whether this iser would applies to a, across the board any woman or is it only uh, in specifically a woman that's erva to you uh, that the Torah asers to you. Um, okay, so says the Mishnah Berurah, Zemer Isha, Afilu Pinuya, even an unmarried woman, uh, it's usher to to hear her while you're saying Kriya Shema, even if she's a Pinuya, even if she's unmarried, Avashalobishas Kriya Shema, Shari. But says the Mishnah Bura that if it's not during the time of Kriyashma, then it's going to be mutter to listen to the voice of an unmarried woman. But you can't listen to it specifically to be nana from it, because that's going to cause hira. Right? So even if that's not that wouldn't go into the category of erva, it can still cause hira within you, and a person's not allowed to be or arouse himself. So therefore, uh, the voice of a woman who's unmarried, uh, it wouldn't go in the category of erva. Right? Because the Torah doesn't forbid her on you. Uh, there's not an Isser Torah on her. So therefore, I want to go in the category of Erva. Uh, the Isser of Kol Be'isha Erva wouldn't apply. Um, but nevertheless, you can't be you can't listen to her voice specifically for Hana, because that can already cause her, and that would be a, a separate problem. Um, okay. So, so far we have uh, the Mishnah Brewer saying that it's only women that are specifically Erva to you, uh, that it's going to be usher to listen to their voice. Somebody who is not in the category of erva to you, uh, it would not be usher to listen to their voice. Interesting, but not so fast. Says the Mishnah Berurah continues on. Bezemer ish. If it's a ishes ish, any of the other arayas in the Torah are definitely going to be usher lishmaya uh, to listen to their voices. Vechein penuya shehinida. And similarly, a penuya, an unmarried lady. Shehinida, who is in Nida, Michlal Arayas. So she's also, right, there's an Isser Taira uh, to live with a woman who's in Nida, even if she's unmarried. And therefore, she's also going to be in the category of Arayas. He, Ubesulos Didan, and Arbesulos are unmarried women. Kulam Becheskas Nida, saying, they're all Becheskas Nida, Mishiagilahenzman Vest, once the time of their vest um, occurs. Very interesting. Um, so, and Ramosha says that that time, uh, you can presume, is 11 years old. So from 11 years old and on, even an unmarried woman, you're not going to be allowed to listen to her voice. Uh, if she's 11 or less, then Kolbe Isha Erva wouldn't apply. 
but nevertheless, you shouldn't be nana from her voice because that can still cause hearer. Um, okay. Uh, so the kol zemer penuya nachris. What about a non-Jewish woman, right? Can you listen to one of the non-Jewish pop star singers or something like that? Gamkein uh, bechlal erva. She's also considered erva because uh, it's also it would be also to have relations with her. Whether you're a coin, whether you're a straw, meaning a coin has a specific iser, um, not to lift, not to uh, can't marry a zona, a woman who has had previous relations, uh, and therefore she wouldn't be allowed to marry a non-Jew uh, even after she converted could be a problem because uh, we would assume that she's in the status of zona. Um, but uh, the Mishnah is saying, Coin, Yisrael, uh, both of them uh, have to consider a non-Jewish woman also to be considered erva, and therefore the Isra of Kol Isha would still apply. Very interesting. Okay, so we have only specifically category of women, but basically the only heter that we're going to have uh, that comes out of this would be a girl under 11, uh, where such a person would be, it wouldn't be in the category of Kol Isha erva, uh, to listen to the voice of a woman under 11, uh, and that's what Ramosha says in Orachayim, Chelak Aleph, Simen Chavav, um, that the Isser starts specifically at 11 years old, because until 11, she wouldn't be classified as an erva, because you don't have to assume that she already started her menstruation cycle. Um, okay, and close relatives also would be mutter to listen to them, because they're not also to you, Mishum Erva. Uh, so your, your mom or your sister or a grandmother or aunt um, would all be um, would all not follow uh, it would all not fall into the category of Kobe Isha Erva um, because um, because they have a separate iser uh, of, of Kirva uh, of uh, Krovin um, but they wouldn't be in the category of Erva um, so therefore um, their voices would also be permitted uh, to listen to so if you're at your own Shabbos table. Uh, or your mom likes singing every time you're home. You don't need to close your ears or anything like that. Uh, you're, it's okay. It's mutter to listen to their voice. Um, okay. So those are the two halachas that come out of that Mishnah Bura. Uh, now we consider continue on with source number 10. Uh, and this is going to be the big question. Can I make a bracha or learn Torah in a store or place where Kol Isha is playing? Right. So you're in one of these outdoor malls or along the boardwalk. Uh, and you, there's a woman playing. Uh, live music, or let's say you're in the grocery store, you're in the airport, and they're playing Kol Isha, uh, or a taxi, and they're playing Kol Isha on the radio or on the speakerphone. Can you open up your Gemara and learn? Can you say a bracha? Can you put on your tefillin and daven chakras when you're at the airport early in the morning? Would that be a problem of saying Davar Shabbat while Kol Isha is playing? Uh, so we have an uh, interesting uh, hetar of the Mishnah Bura, and the Mishnah Bura is really quoting from Rabbi Lazar Mimitz, brought by the Mordechai, uh, and the Rebbe Lezimimit basically had the, pro- the following problem in his time. And in his time, uh, he says the Armenian woman cannot stop singing in the streets, right? Anywhere you go, the Armenian women are singing, uh, and therefore he's like, I'm never able to learn, and I'm never able to uh, make brachos, um, so what do I do in such a, uh, such a situation? Uh, so we think Kol Isha is only uh, like an extremely prevalent problem in our time, uh, where there's so much recorded music playing every, uh, and people are playing music everywhere, even in Rebbe Lezim and Mitzvah's time, right? Early Rishon, I believe. Uh, even in his time, uh, the Armenian women were, were singing, uh, and it was a prevalent problem even in his time. And the Mishnah Bura quoting from Rebbe Lezim and Mitzvah says, If a person is on the road, right? He's traveling outside 
of, uh, of his shtetl, of his nice Jewish area, and now he's living in um, in non-Jewish area. He's going traveling through a non-Jewish area, or Be'ir, or he's in the big city, right? He's in Manhattan, he's in the CBD, uh, he's, in, uh, he's in the busy area, who Anus, and now he's Anus there, right? What is he supposed to do? Ko'isha is playing. He can't tell the people, hey, you know, stop singing. He doesn't have the right uh, to infringe on other people's rights. So he brings a heter. That since we don't find that it's considered erva midoraisa, the the kol of anisha is not erva midoraisa. Uh, it's only from Shmuel where he's pashtus bringing that it's a derabbanan. So mutter likros ulabarach. Therefore, would be mutter for him likros kriyashma or to make a bracha to imlokin. Because if you're not going to say this kaven shanu shruim beina akum, since we're living amongst the gayim, this bato mitara tefila, we're going to what? Be in this bato, we're not going to be able to to learn. We're not going to be able to daven. Valzeh nemar if slash so slash shem efiros to arsecha. He quotes the Gemara, uh, which is coming from a pasuk. Uh, I can't remember where. I believe Yechesko. No, I might be wrong. Uh, but it's coming from uh, a pasuk Anach, uh, that at a time to do from Hashem, uh, you can even override a halacha in the Torah. So so to here, it's not going to be possible to learn to daven, and therefore uh, we we need to be over um, on on um, on this lav derabana. Achisam it's libo. However, even so, a person should strengthen his heart. Lechavin laakdusha show osik v'lo yitain libo lekol hazemer to be mechavin as much as possible to kriyashma or learning uh, in whatever you're involved in, and not to pay attention to the voice of the woman singing. Um, so we see over here that if a person is in a situation where he's at the airport, he can't tell them to shut off the speaker, uh, or he's walking down the street, he can't go and walk into every store and say, hey, can you please, or he's, he, he's in a cafe uh, and he wants to learn a Dalf Gemara, he can't tell the cafe, hey, can you please shut off the speaker? Uh, and in such a situation, we have this heter of Rabbi Lezer Mimitz, which the Mishnah Bura brings down, um, that where it would be impossible to learn in Dalf, and otherwise a person is permitted uh, to listen to Kol Isha. And by the way, this is talking about in regards to live kol isha. If it's not live, if it's recorded, we're going to see we're going to have extra heterim uh, to add on top of this. And in such a situation, would definitely be permitted um, to say a bracha or learn Torah if it's only recorded uh, kol isha. Uh, then we'll see. There's kulas to begin with, uh, and then for sure uh, to to say devarim shabik dusha in the case where it's recorded, would definitely be permitted. You'll definitely have a term in such a situation. Um, so we come out with this halacha that you're in a store, you're in the taxi, can I say a bracha, can I say shema, can I daven in the airport? Um, and the answer would be, or grocery store, can I put in my Torah anytime uh, on one AirPod where I can still hear the Kol Isha playing? <laughs> um, but, but I want to listen uh, to, to my shir at the same time. Uh, so the answer would be yes, it is permitted. It's a davar shabik dusha and kol uh, kol isha. In such a situation, we have the heter of a blazer mitz plus all the heterim of recorded music, and therefore it would definitely be mutter. Um, and we're going to end off with this final source for today, uh, which is from Rabbi Vadi Yosef. And this is going to be the question: as can we make the argument that nowadays we're not so sensitive to women's voices? I mean, nowadays we're so used to, especially people. Um, who they're used to getting um, entertainment from non-Jewish sources or listening to the news. 
Um, you're going to have, uh, they always sing those songs. Um, you give us 22 minutes, we'll give you the work. And whatever, they're singing the, the newscast, and it can often be called Isha. Uh, so anytime a person is exposed to any kind of form of non-Jewish um, source of entertainment or knowledge, uh, very often there's going to be Kol Isha mixed in. Um, and therefore, there's room to say, oh, every time you go to the grocery store, unless you're living in Maya Sharon, right? Anytime, anytime you go to the grocery store, you hop in a taxi, uh, you're out in the road and you're in, in a cafe ordering um, your kosher coffee um, or whatever else it is, uh, often a person's going to be exposed to Koisha. Is there room to say that nowadays we're so much less sensitive and we're not really going to cause hear her if I listen to the voice of a woman, and therefore maybe um, we can have extra room for leniency nowadays to listen to Kol Isha. Says Yabi Omer Rabbi Yosef, in source number 11, page 3, libcha lomer. Do not grab your heart and say, that nowadays we're considered so used to call Nashkin the voice of a woman. hear her. What? We're going to be afraid that we're going to get aroused. Nah, we don't. Have, we don't need to worry about that nowadays because it's such. It's so normal. It became so much the norm. Okay. Uh, and maybe you could say, like Rabbeinu Hanano says, We saw earlier that if a person's used to the voice of a woman, then it's mutter. To listen um, to to uh, to say Kriya Shema um, when he hears the voice of that woman who he's used to, because we're not worried he's going to get distracted. So maybe we should say nowadays across the board uh, that we're so used to the voice of a woman it doesn't really cause error. It's something that we're used to. Uh, and he writes in parentheses here, Ella de Hasim Rabbeinu Hanano was talking about Ratzalomar Kol Haragibol She'eno Shel Zemer. Right when Rabbeinu Hanano says it's Mutter Bekol, now it's talking about. Um, <laughs> Rabbi Vadi Yosef learns that it's talking about a voice that you're used to, meaning, and she's not singing. But if she is singing, uh, then then it would be a problem, um, even according to Rabbi Nochanano. But he says, We do not have the right to make up such a terim on our own. Anything that's not explicit in Shas and Poskin. So Shas and Poskin, we don't find any heter. Um, that a person who's ragil is used to listening to the voice of a woman, for him, it's not going to be considered erva. Uh, we don't find the shots of postgame, therefore we can't now say that things have changed uh, and that nowadays we're so much less sensitive and therefore it's going to be mutter. If Chazal said it's aser, then there's, there's an iser of kolisha. We have no room for leniency. Uh, but he does say, uh, so Rabbi Vadi Yosef is saying clearly, um, that we have to be machber on ko isha even nowadays, even though, yes, we do have this argument to say we're less sensitive, I, I don't feel any hearer uh, from ko isha. Nevertheless, we have no right. Uh, Chazal uh, gave us this isra of ko isha. We have no right to be lenient uh, in the matter. Um, but he does make the argument, and he does say there is some kind of precedence maybe to be mako. Uh, yes, we saw the lavush, kasav. Uh, the Levush writes, Amr b'Sefer Chasidim, the Sefer Chasidim writes, Shanashim v'Nashim Royim Zu Es Zu, that if men and women can see each other, Kigom b'Sudas Nisuin, right? They're partying. There's a big party, uh, the big banquet happening, um, or uh, you're at a wedding, 
and men and women can see each other. There's no mechitza. They're not uh, sitting, maybe they're sitting separately, uh, but there's no mechitza. They can see each other. In levarach shasimcha b'ma'ono, the Sefer Hasidim writes that you are not allowed to make the bracha at such a chasana, shasimcha b'ma'ono, that the simcha uh, is in Hashem's abode, because there's no simcha in front of Hashem when you have hirur avira, when men and women can see each other. Therefore, you have to skip out this bracha. You're not allowed to say it. Interesting. That's what the Sefer Chassidim says. Arkan. But nevertheless, the Lavush says that nowadays we're not nizhar with this. Why? Because nowadays things are different. Women are more used to seeing men and vice versa. And therefore, it doesn't cause hearer um, from having the Kiddush together, men and women together, uh, or from sitting at a chasana where you can see each other. The Inka that's not going to cause hero kokach, so much so, where we have to be mevat al bracha. So yes, it can cause, not so much so, where we have to be mevat al bracha. Mirov uh, hergelem benenu, because of how used and how used to and insensitive we are, uh, the men and women hanging out with each, uh, or seeing each other. They came into Dashu Dashu, and once it was uh, it was trampled on. Unfortunately, uh, that's the case that it was trampled on, uh, and therefore nowadays we can say this bracha even though men and women can see each other. So what do we see? This is what the what the lavush says. So what do we see? That yes, there used to be a certain standard that we couldn't say because it causes hiravera. Nowadays we don't have so much so hiravera. Uh, so we see that the times have changed. So maybe we could say by Kol Isha, also the times have changed. There is some kind of precedent to say the times have changed. As we see from this Lavush, says the Yabiya Omer, in Kol you can't compare the two cases. You can be Mechalak between the two cases. One is talking about men mixing with women. The other one is talking about specifically getting pleasure from a, from a woman's voice. Uh, that, that, yes, maybe we're less sensitive, uh, but still, it should be Ma'or, some kind of uh, hearer. Uh, you're listening to her voice um, that can still cause hero within a person, uh, and therefore you can be mechalak between the the two cases easily, and therefore we have no precedent to say um, that nowadays things are different, uh, and that would be the halacha that kol isha erva. Even nowadays, where we have the argument to say we're less sensitive, nevertheless the the iser still stands strong, um, and kol isha would be usher to listen to next week. Um, we'll conclude with this for this week. Next week, we'll continue with part three. We'll get into recorded music. That maybe recorded music will be a little bit different. You're not listening to the voice, to the, uh, to the woman's voice live. Therefore, uh, you're, you won't be nimshach to, to look at her, um, and it won't uh, pull you um, to, to look at her and be mahar in a more real way. So maybe recorded music. There's extra room for leniency. Uh, we're going to see three uh, different arguments by recorded music, those who are lenient, those who are machmer, and the middle zone, uh, the middle approach. Uh, and we're actually going to get into the deep lumdas behind each shita, uh, how they view the isra of kol isha, and how that affects their psak on recorded music. Uh, and then next week, we will also finish off uh, by talking about Zemiris of Shabbos, if there's extra room for leniency there. Uh, kindergarten teachers, can they sing nursery songs uh, if there's a man around. Um, we'll also get into the possible leniency of Trey Coley, two voices at once, uh, and finish off with what about hero of reasons. Uh, if you're doing it to bring Yudin closer to Yiddishkeit, can you allow Kol Isha 
in such a such a situation. So stay tuned for Kobe Isha uh, Erva Part Two um, next week, where we discuss all those in Yanim. Looking forward to seeing you all. Have an amazing, amazing week. Uh, wishing you all the best. <laughs>